Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I am so thankful that I serve a God that's alive. (laughs) That I serve a God that hears me. That I serve a God who actually cares about me. That I serve a God that actually looked at me and said, David, you're worth it. Warts and all, you're worth it. He knows me intimately, and he still says, I love you infinitely. Oh, he's so good. He's so good. Amen. Amen. We're going to have some communion, some time of communion. But before we do communion, I'd like to share a little bit about communion. This is a house of God. We're not going to have Sunday school. So I'm going to ask the children. Um, the nursery is, is open, I believe. But otherwise, we're going to ask. Um, so parents, I'm going to ask a little bit of a, a favor. But if you're having a struggle, feel free just to go to the back um, but we're going to do a couple things today, and, and the first thing we're going to do is we're going to celebrate communion, and the second thing we're going to do is we're going to celebrate Kyle. And, uh, yeah, we're going to celebrate you, Kyle, as, as graduating. That's a monumental feat. That's awesome. And uh, this is a house. This is family. And, and, and in the Word of God, in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, it says that we laugh with those that laugh and we cry with those that cry. We rejoice with those that rejoice. And so we're going to have some time today to rejoice. Amen? So if it's all right with you, I took yesterday's sermon and I put it away for next week and I came up with a different sermon for today. And you're going, as long as it's shorter. Amen. Communion. Communion actually is found in, in three of the Gospels. It refers to it with respect to the Last Supper, where Jesus got together with his disciples. It was called, they were celebrating Passover. And in Matthew, Mark, and Luke, there's the account of them in the upper room And he's celebrating Passover. A few interesting things about it. Judas, the one that denied or turned him over and betrayed him, was there. And Jesus knew that. And Jesus didn't exclude him. But Jesus gave him opportunity. And Jesus said, this is my body for you. I've got a few verses I'd like to share because I find it very interesting. The picture of the Passover that they were celebrating is actually from the Old Testament, and it's a picture of Christ. It's a picture of his redemption. It's a picture of who he is. And I want to bring a couple thoughts to your mind. It's found in Exodus chapter 12. If you were to go to Exodus chapter 12, you would find a description of where God is saying, this is how I want you to celebrate Passover. And I want to read a couple thoughts in that regard. One of them was that it was the lamb and it was the blood of the lamb. And what they did was they sacrificed or they killed the lamb and then they took the blood 
and they put it on the lintel or the above the door, and they put it on the two jams or the two side posts of the door. And Jesus or God told him, "Listen, you're going to celebrate inside that house, and I'm going to pass over. And if your house isn't protected, i.e., the Egyptians, I will come and I will smite the firstborn." Pretty massive. Pretty, uh, pretty serious stuff. What I find amazing about this is a few things. I, I wrote down a couple thoughts. If you read the passage in Exodus, it says, he smote the Egyptians but spared our homes. It says when, when you get older and you're going to tell your children about this, what you're going to say is, God came and he smote the enemies, but he protected our home. I'm going to ask you, if any of you have watched Adventures in Odyssey, if you would put on your imagination helmet for a moment. Because some of the pictures in the Old Testament are symbols or metaphoric language or language that has additional meaning. And so what I'd like to do is I'd like us to just give ourselves permission to see a little bit beyond just the words. And see how Jesus fulfilled that Passover. It says that, actually I want to turn there because there was a lot there in Exodus chapter 12. One of them is, the instruction was, um, if they're strangers, they're not a part of this unless they get circumcised. There was a commitment. Another thing was, he said, listen, if they're a slave that you have purchased, they're welcome in. Who purchased you and I? Hmm. Yeah, God purchased us. I love this. We might have more kids coming up front here. He says, um, it's to be eaten in a single home, you're not to bring for any flesh from the outside of the house, nor you're to break any bone of it. All the congregation of Israel are to celebrate this. He said, celebrate. When we take communion this morning, we're remembering, but we're also celebrating what Jesus did. He said, the Lord said to Moses, this is the ordinance. No foreigner is to eat of it. God is, God is a God of order. God is a God. He's a loving God, but he also is particular. And I'm so thankful that he said, listen, you put the blood on the door of your house, and when the death angel goes over there, he will pass over. That's where the word Passover comes from. And those in the house, your family, will be protected. Husbands, wives, moms and dads. You are a protection to your children. This is important. And today I want to celebrate what Jesus did. 
What I find interesting also is this is one of the last plagues or the last thing that happened in Egypt, and then they were released. Pharaoh said, get out of here, go. And if you read it, it actually says that the children of Israel, uh, Egypt, the people of Egypt, actually gave the children of Israel gold, silver, precious things and said, please get out of here because what you've got is too great for us and we're all going to be dead. Picture this, the Last Supper. That's one of the last major things that Jesus did with his disciples together. After that, he died and he conquered death. And the enemy, Egypt, was no longer able to affect Israel. Now we look at the picture of Jesus and our enemy, the devil, he no longer has control or authority or effect over you and I. Do you see a similar picture? I find that amazing. The last thing was, I'm going to give you victory over the enemy. Complete annihilation. The enemy was so distraught that they actually said, here's stuff, please leave. The authority that Jesus uh, the victory and the authority of his cross, the death and his resurrection is so powerful that he went to the gates of hell and he said, the keys, give me the keys. He took the keys of death and of hell. So when we celebrate communion, we're celebrating his victory. And what's amazing is his victory becomes my victory. His victory becomes your victory. I'm here to tell you the habits of the past do not need to control you any longer. The addictions of the past, they stop at the cross. They stop at what Jesus did and the victory that Jesus provided. And he defeated the enemy and the enemy no longer walks with you. God walks with you. The power of what Jesus accomplished on the cross was so powerful, so mind-boggling, so intense, and so incredible. He defeated the enemy completely. It wasn't round one. It was like KO, dead, gone, defeated, and no longer allowed to bother the believers. You say, well, that's pretty radical. Jesus is radical. He's not a partial savior. He's not partial. He doesn't go, well, like, oh, man, I didn't realize 2022 was going to come along and all these issues. I only did it good till 2000, you know, because I was supposed to come back at the new millennium. But I'm, I'm sorry. No, he defeated everything, and there's nothing new that catches him by surprise. The king is the king. And he defeated. And it says that when we accept Christ, we become a new creature. We don't become a better version of who we are. We become a new creation in Christ Jesus. Old things have passed away, and behold, all things become new. As we celebrate communion this morning, we are celebrating the newness 
of what Christ did. We're celebrating the victory of what Christ did. We're celebrating the healing that Christ provides. We're celebrating the salvation and the remission of sin that the blood provides. We're celebrating the sealing of the covenant that he says, this is my covenant and now it's sealed in my blood. We are celebrating and remembering those things as we sit down together and take communion today. It's powerful. It's powerful. In John 6 is, a, is where he feeds the 5,000 and, and he refers to himself as being the bread of life. And as you read through that chapter, I mean, he gives some amazing language and he literally, he says, unless you drink my blood and eat my flesh, you've got no part of me. And it says that some of the disciples, they left, they couldn't figure it out. God's not a partial guy. He's, he's complete. He's full. But what he was also saying in that whole passage was, listen, I am here for you, and everything that you need in life is found in me when you partake of me. Everything you need. I am the bread of life. I am what you need to live. I am. When you drink of me, you'll never thirst again. There is an effectiveness in Christ that no one else, nothing else can compare to. No one, no thing can compare to the effectiveness and the power and the ultimate of Christ. And we, you and I, as brothers and sisters in his family, celebrate what he did. I am so thankful that he, was, he won a complete victory. Because can you imagine waking up one morning and going, ooh, I did something bad yet. I wonder if that falls under what he did. Like, did he actually defeat that, or is that like an addendum? No, he defeated it. He defeated it. And this morning... Whatever you are facing, he is greater than. Whatever you are facing, he's greater than. So I want to celebrate communion this morning, but I want to celebrate it in, in such a way that, that, that it, it, it breaks things. It, it, it overcomes. It gives us a revelation because when we get a revelation of who Jesus is, it changes how we live. So if you could take your, your elements, they're in one container. Since COVID, we've learned how to do some things in a different way. And communion is one of them. Um, if you need help, what happens is there's two layers. There's a very transparent plastic top, and that will come off, and then there's a little wafer. So don't rip the whole thing off. Try to rip the clear, transparent um, lid off. And what you're going to do is you're going to get the thing about the size of a dime, and that is the wafer that we're going to take this morning. And, and some, some theologians refer to communion, and they connect it to what they call a love feast. There's some connection, there's some flowing in, in the scriptures. 
So what we're doing is we're not just taking these elements. What we're doing is together as brothers and sisters, as one family, we are celebrating what Jesus has done. If you need any help with your elements, just raise your hand. Is everybody okay? So if you have them, what I'd like you to do is just take this, and I'm just going to pray a blessing over this as we take it. Lord, we thank you for your body. And we take that this morning, Lord, and we receive all that you did, the provision that you did through the sacrifice of your body. And we thank you, Lord, that by your stripes we're healed. Lord, we thank you, Lord, that you are the one who is victorious. We thank you, Lord, that you, by the chastisement, our peace was put on you. Lord, that you suffered so that we could live victoriously. And Lord, I thank you for that. And you are the ultimate warrior. You are the ultimate king. You are the, oh, there is no one that compares to you. And this morning, Lord, we remember and we celebrate you. Amen? Let's take part of that. I can't wait till we get back to the regular crackers. I'm just saying. Now, if you take your purple lid, this is his symbolic of his blood and and the cup that he drank. It says, and when he drank it, he, he said, he passed it to them, and he said, take drink, for this is the seal of my covenant. This, this, this seals the deal. Life is in the blood. It's not just a remission of sin. I think there's a, there's a sealing. There's a removal of doubt. There's a confirmation of his covenant. So as we take this this morning and we remember his death and his resurrection may there be a fresh revelation of the no doubt about it victory that jesus gave us may may there be no confusion or no doubt in our minds i serve a god i serve the god who is victorious over any small g gods amen thank you father for sending your son and for the blood that he shed so that we could have remission of sin and live a victorious life and live a life without question or without doubt because you sealed the deal. Thank you, Jesus. And everybody, let's just take a drink. Amen. Amen. Let's take 15 seconds and just in your... In your own thoughts, just thank God. Just, just think about what he did for you and I. Amen. Just 15 seconds. Thank you, Jesus. Mm, thank you, Jesus. Oh. May we never lose the wonder of who you are the price that you paid, the unconditional love that you extended, the ultimate victory, the thorough, complete annihilation of the enemy. Lord, I thank you. Because of you, I literally walk in victory. 
because of you, I can look at situations and I can say my big brother paid the price. Because of you, I have hope. Because of you, death does not carry the sting. Because of you, I have an eternal hope. Because of you, addictions are gone. Because of you, habits do not dictate. Because of you, I can claim victory. I can walk in victory. I can display victory. Because of you, I have a hope of a life that is overflowing. Because of you, I have a life to the fullest. Lord, would you give us a revelation of what it means to walk in what you have done for us? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. And I thank God for Jesus. All right. We're going to continue with a celebration. But Kyle, could you stand up for a second? This, this here is an amazing young man. This last year, you bought a vehicle, didn't you? How did you buy it? How did you get the money for it? Working for it. Awesome. Awesome. These, these last couple of years, we just haven't been able to celebrate the way that we've been before. You could sit down now unless you'd like to stand the rest of the sermon. Um, we haven't been able to celebrate the way that we used to. But I want to be a celebrating church. I, I want to I celebrate. I'll be honest with you, we've done enough mourning. <laughs> if I could just be honest with you, I don't need to do it anymore. We, 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 it's, it's, I, I kind of like celebrating. That seems to be a lot more fun. And it's okay to celebrate. In fact, it's good for you. So we're going to celebrate, and thank you, Kyle, that you give us a good excuse to celebrate. Thank you that you passed your grades and we can have Dairy Queen, Buster Bars, and Dilly Bars without feeling guilty. Yeah. And by the way, because it's Sunday, they don't count for calories. So just, just, God does amazing things when we eat on Sunday, I tell you. But uh, we want to celebrate, not just Kyle, but in the last few years, Life has, there's been some transformation and, and things have gone on. School has continued and kids have graduated, whether they've graduated from preschool, kindergarten, uh, elementary school, up to high school, high school to now to go to college or college and beyond. And we want to just take some time and we're going to celebrate. And what I'd like to do as we do that is, is certainly grab something for your family, but then also look for somebody and just to celebrate with them. Tell them a funny joke. If you don't have any funny jokes, come and talk to me, and I'll give you a couple funny. But um, we're going to celebrate. Kyle, God has great days ahead for you. Pastor Daniel, why don't you come up? You're going to have a couple thoughts for him. I gave Pastor Daniel the mic with three and a half minutes left. Where we, I believe in miracles. But um, when Pastor Daniel's done, what I'd like to do, and Pastor Brenda, is, is I'd like to pray for Kyle because I want to affirm the young men and the young women they they need affirmation they need to know that you and I are with them and for them amen so pastor daniel 
You, you see that thing? Oh, Vanessa, you got to move. Stay there, Vanessa. <laughs> Here you go. Uh, congratulations, Kyle. Pastor Brenda mentioned that we we're going to celebrate you and said, do you have something, a word for him? And I kind of, all of a sudden, I started thinking, what am I going to say to Kyle? And I started reading my Bible a little more intently, thinking words might jump out of the page at me, and I was getting nothing. And I was, Kyle, what am I going to say over Kyle? This morning I go for my walk, and you weren't even on my mind. <laughs> Sorry. And I, 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 I like going over scripture verses, and, and this, is, this is the scripture verse I was just going over my head. Bless the Lord, O my soul. All that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not. And those two words popped in my head, and th this is what the Lord said. Those are for Kyle. I didn't, no effort on my part. I did, the Lord just all of a sudden said, those are the words for Kyle. You're at this point in life, and you've probably heard this all year long, saying this is going to happen. But there's this transition that's happening in your life. And I know, because I know your mom and dad, I know what you've been taught at home. I've heard incredible stories of what your guys' family has done just within your household. Forget not what's been instilled in you. Through your mom and dad, first and foremost. You've, they have blessed you with an education that sometimes as young people, I know my mom and dad blessed me with an education in a Christian school, and sometimes we take it for granted or even say, oh, I missed out on so much. You didn't miss out. Your parents blessed you. And there's, there are principles and things taught and put, put in you in through your school don't forget do not forget you've been blessed to be part of an amazing church <laughs> come on you guys can do better than that <laughs> don't forget the principles that have been taught to you from the pulpit through youth through sunday school don't forget david in psalms 20 says some trust in chariots and some in horses. We can get an education and put our trust in that education. We put our trust in a relationship. We put our trust in a career. And those things can disappear so fast. But David said, but we will remember the name of the Lord our God. So today, I want to encourage you, don't forget. There are three specific instances in my childhood where God saved my life, like literally inches that he saved my life. And sometimes I can go through hard times and, and things aren't going my way. And I remember, literally, I don't know, God puts those thoughts in my head. God, you saved my life, so there's something greater in my life than what I'm going through right now. Because I remember, and I don't forget those instances where God literally saved my life. So, Kyle, I want to encourage you, do not forget. Don't forsake. Literally, I looked up the word forget in that, and it means to wither. Don't let those things that we have been taught, that have been instilled in us, don't let them wither. 
from your thought life, but rehearse them. Remember them, just like we celebrated communion this morning. I don't think it's an accident that Pastor David kind of instructed us and said, we're having communion today and we're celebrating Kyle. I don't think that's just an accident. Because today we celebrated and we remembered what Jesus did for us. And Kyle, do not forget. Don't forget. And Kyle, one of the um, things that I thought about when I was thinking about you, because I did, he was on my mind. Um, (laughs) The word that came into my mind was seasons. And this is, you're going to be told is a new season. It's a, a beginning of a new chapter in your life. You know, when seasons change, times of our lives, we do change. But the one thing that never changes, Kyle, is the promises of God for you. They never, ever change. And the promises of God are the same promises yesterday, today, and forever. And as you walk into this new season, you're going to have new experiences and you're going to have things um, in your life you maybe didn't expect or um, joyous things, sad things. It's a journey that's ahead of you. And I really just want to just, God's promises don't change. They do not change. And I want to read this. Um, No, I got it. (laughs) He'll take it away from me. (laughs) Hold it. I'm just, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Okay, Kyle. Actually, I'm going to come down here and read it to you. And I want you to stand up. I want to declare this over your life today. Kyle, the Lord is your shepherd. You shall not want. He will make you to lie down in green pastures, and he will lead you beside the still waters. He will restore your soul. He leads you in paths of righteousness. And there may be times when you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, but you do not have to fear for he is always with you. He is, his rod and his staff will comfort you. He prepares a table before you in the presence of your enemies, and he anoints your head with oil. Your cup runs and will run over. Surely his goodness and his mercy will follow you all the days of your life as you dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. Kyle, could you come up? Pastor Sean, if you could come up. Pastor Louise. We're going to pray over him. I'm going to say we're not going to have prophetic words, but if anybody has a prophetic word, if any of you has thoughts for Kyle, share them with his mom and dad first. I'm giving an instruction here. Share If you have an impression, share them with Adrian and Charlene and let them know and let them filter the word that you may have. Okay? That's not a bad thing. We, I just want them to be able to take those words and steward them and to hear them. Amen. Can you stand and reach forth your hands? and, Amen. Let's release a blessing. Amen. Awesome. You're going to be with me too? I love that. Lord, bless Kyle. Lord, may your face shine upon him. Lord, that you would be gracious to him. 
Lord, that you would cause your countenance to come upon him and to give him peace. And Lord, I invoke your name on Kyle. In the name of Jesus, everybody said, amen. 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 God bless you. Amen. All right. We are going to have ice cream. All right. So I don't know if it's ready yet. We're going to have it in the gym because the weather is a little bit unpredictable. Coffee and tea are ready. So you are excused and dismissed. Please um, join us in the gym and we're going to celebrate and have some fun.